Welcome to Mini Roo Podcast with your host, Miss Kate Morgan. Well, hello everybody. This is your host, yes, Miss Kate Mini Roo Morgan, and I am just bringing some current events on Mini Roo Podcast. So today we're going to jump into some stuff that happened um, over the course of the last two weeks, and one of them is the judge blocks U.S. officials from tech contacts and first amendment case so we have been talking about this for years so this is interesting and also really late to the game i guess you can say because we have known for a very long time that there are powers at b that are working with these social media companies and they're doing it to censor us to not allow us to connect um, using ai technologies using all sorts of social media platforms to actually censor individuals. That is against the amendment. That is against our First Amendment right in the Constitution that is afforded to us. So I find it interesting that they are actually taking it seriously finally. You know, and I know it takes forever for things to catch up. We've had technology now for over like 40 years. Um, you know, what you know, it is, and it's, it's just accelerated, uh, from the time when I was a child to now, I, I mean, you ask a kid who is in kindergarten right now, what's a phone call, you know, and they'll hold it up, like, they're holding an actual, like, cell phone, whereas, you know, a kid that's born in the 80s and below, they hold it, like, you know, the sign that you'd, you'd give, like, a hey to, in Hawaii, you know, and so, it's interesting how fast things have accelerated in my generation. So I imagine in my dad's generation, how it just blows his mind when I bring up things to him. This I have been trying to talk to him about for years, about how social media is being censored. I am in the middle of typing something to somebody. Next thing I know, it's disappearing in my inbox or as I am typing. That was probably one of the scariest things that I ever witnessed when I was in St. Louis that happened. And then I ended up losing my Instagram account and then I just, it froze. Like you could see it, but I couldn't, I couldn't reach it. I couldn't even get to like a, it it was just, it was a weird time. And so I just stopped being on social media for for a little bit and just, I was there, but I wasn't there if that makes sense. Um, And like, I do not have a Facebook account. Um, I am on LinkedIn and I am on Instagram. I'm super shadow banned on Instagram. It's crazy. I can tell when the bots leave me alone for a little bit because all of a sudden I'll get like 20, 20 followers, 40 followers, just all of a sudden jumps. And then all of a sudden, like it just stops and then it blocks it again. And I don't get any likes on anything. And so I don't understand, you know, I, I guess some days they want me to get my information out and some days they don't. <laughs> so, and it, it is, it is a platform. I am very fortunate to be able to use this, these platforms to be able to get, you know, my point across and information. But the, the thing that I don't understand that I'm always trying to find out is how did we get to the point where the government infiltrated social media or was the government always already there? You know, like, do they want you to think you got infiltrated or do you think they actually just made it themselves like through DARPA with Facebook or, you know, something like that? Kind of like what's going on with, you know, the, the, you know, the vax, the jab where, you know, they did not make, you know, these medic, these jabs, they were actually created by supposedly DARPA, a military industrial complex type mentality. And then they were sold and bought, and that's usually how it goes. It's called white labeling, folks. <laughs> they do it in every single market. I mean, every market you can think of. 
Um, and it's funny how it's like the same playbook, but you can take to like all these different types of groups and it's so interesting. Um, so I'm very thankful that this is coming to light, but the damage it's already done. Think of the Hunter Biden laptop, how that come out when it should have, um, think about the J6ers and how they were framed. You know, they went to go do a peaceful rally and how, you know, we're finally to find out the FBI was involved, you know, and then they tried to turn it around. And if you even questioned it, you must be a QAnon theorist or some bullshit or whatever, except no, I'm just somebody that's like a critical thinker. And I don't need someone to tell me how to think. What I need is to find out what the actual facts are and let me do the critical thinking and then I'll make a decision. I don't need a talking head. What I need is facts. I don't need a spin doctor. I don't need a publicist. What I need is what are the facts and what does it boil down to? Okay. And if you're not willing to give me that, why, why, why are we talking? <laughs> Especially when it comes to these things. Um, and I remember years and years ago when I first started getting shadow banned or kicked off because I was advocating for medical freedom. I've always been a big, you know, advocate for freedom. <laughs> One of them has always been, you know, medical freedom. And uh, I remember when I started getting kicked off Facebook regularly or, or blocked or getting notices and I would share it with people. And, it, and at the time it wasn't classified like as a badge of honor. It was classified as what did you do wrong? I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was using my First Amendment right. And I was getting censored and then I was being told to stop talking about those, you know, crazy, you know, medical freedom ideas that you're having because it's going to get you in trouble. I was like, in trouble by who? By whom? Who are these people? The Rockefeller complex? The, the military industrial complex? Big farm? Who? Show me who these people are. I would like to know. And then it took me on this big rabbit hole and finding out who Rockefeller was, who Fauci was, who Bob Gallo was, who all these key players in our life, Bill Gates, William H. Gates, Margaret um, Sanger, who these individuals and how it all crosses over and it leads you on an interesting path. So censorship is not something new. I mean, it's it's old, it's before Soviet Union. <laughs> the phrase political connect correctness, excuse me, let me be politically correct, actually comes from the Soviet Union. So when people are saying, be politically correct, it's like saying, be a communist. Isn't that crazy? And then, and then you can go way back to during like the king's and queen's time frame and only, you know, you had the jesters, you know, and they were allowed the comedians to make fun of the king and make fun of talk about all the things that the king was doing horrifically in joking form, kind of like what our comedians are supposed to do today. But once you start ostracizing the, even the jokers, you know we're about to have a really, really horrible time, you know? Um, and so over the last you know four years, seeing how they have stripped these comedians and have limited almost our freedom of speech, it's very scary. And, you know, my husband always asked me, why do you, why do you even do mini root podcasts? It's not lit for me. I find it fascinating and interesting to be able to put up these these articles. And I know I've been doing this now for a year and, and I haven't been as consistent as I want to due to life. <laughs> but what I have noticed is, is that it's picked up a lot of momentum and people are actually listening and they're taking a different thoughts. And I, I guess it takes time for, you know, movements and motivation and, and for people to stop having such an emotional knee-jerk reaction. Uh, Miss Kim, you know, God-fearing uh, woman Theof and I were having our uh, meeting today and we try to meet, you know, on Thursdays and 
record The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. If you have not read this book, this book is phenomenal. I don't always agree with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on climate change and gun rights, but I do agree with him on going after um, Big Pharmacy, Anthony Fauci, Bob Gallo, you know, all those individuals who have done some horrific things. And so put it out there. And at least if one person hears it, maybe they'll talk to another person. So now that's zero. Now there's two people that actually are having a conversation. And I guess that's my way of fighting back against censorship, against them trying to take my rights away. And I, I've been in other countries. I've been, I was in the military and got sent over to, you know, to Iraq and Okinawa and, and got to live amongst, you know, other people in different countries and, and really learn about them and respect them and understand how they look at us. You know, like I always bring up like Star Wars and Hunger Games. I mean, it, that's what it seems like. It's like, and then you learn about NATO. Like I never really understood NATO for like a long time. And then of course, the last year you hear NATO, NATO, like all the time. And, and maybe because I'm older and I'm paying more attention to it, I just dove into it. And go read it. I don't, I can't even right now. That's not what I'm supposed to be talking about, (laughs) but NATO was a very interesting topic and it looks like we're really moving lines and getting closer to certain areas. And it looks like we're instigating on some aspects. And I I just, I hope I'm not, I'm reading that wrong. Um, and I think that's also one of the biggest fears is when you start reading about things that your country has done, but every country has done horrific things. So don't sit there and act like America's any better, or any less. I'm serious. So you just have to know who the players are and what's going on and, and how we have gotten to this point in our life. And I think that's always the scariest thing is, you know, backtracking and finding the pattern and finding the root of how it all, you know, began. And I think that scares people because they don't want to know that possibly the root that it all began with something horrific. Like most wars start because someone gets shot, someone gets killed or um, land or they need a war for some reason. So someone that gets to be the sacrificial lamb to, you know, be the scapegoat for whatever it is. Like, was it Ferdinand? Was it World War One? Just going into all these things and researching them and trying to comprehend and understand how we've gotten to this point, I think is very difficult sometimes for me. And so when I see things about censorship coming up, when I see things about 15-minute cities, microchipping, um, cloning, just so many far-fetched sci-fi things that and my lifetime used to be on only on TV. And I used to joke saying that they were programming us. And I'd always use the example of like Star Trek and, and their phones and the watches. And now we have those Apple. I used to go, hey, they are. And, I, and at first, I, I kind of was just kidding that Hollywood programs us to see things and then puts them into our reality because we've already seen it. So it's not like a shock to the system, right? And then the more I started realizing, they've always done that. That's nothing new. If they show it to you, you now have seen it. So now you can make it a reality. And now your reality is what? So you have to be careful what you you watch, you see, you ingest. And and that's something that, you know, I've had to learn over the last couple of years. I have to be careful with those things. Um, And so censorship to me is is bad in every aspect because... (sighs) 
it's powerful because they can dictate and drive the cattle and the herd and the direction that they want. Like just right now, I tried to use Google to Google something and it won't. But when I go use DuckDuckGo or Tusk, I pull it up immediately. And that's just one example of what censorship looks like. Thank you so much for joining us on the Meanie Roo podcast this episode, talking about judge blocks U.S. officials from tech contacts and First Amendment case. Listen to more of these on Meanie Roo podcast. You can find us on Spotify and Amazon Music, or you can head over to MeanieRoo.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.